Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Anyway, uh, today the Guardi and police forces in many other countries were involved in an operation aimed at prosecuting the people behind a website called iSpoof. Existing on the dark web, it provides a service for criminals, giving them the ability to contact people on numbers that appear to be legitimate. Pat Larkin is CEO of Ward Solution and Echo Company. Good afternoon, Pat. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, right. So, so could you try and explain how this or, or uh, th- these kind of services work? It seems almost like a parallel to the legitimate world. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a parallel. I suppose the whole cyber crime economy uh, is very similar in terms of operation structure to, to conventional businesses. It is a business because um, the cyber crime economy is the third largest in the world after the US and China. It's, it's worth $10.5 trillion annually. Um, so it operates as a business, just an illicit business. And, and what you have, I suppose, is you have a variety of people. You've people who decide to perpetrate the scam, whatever it is, whether it's ringing you, looking for you to pay for false support or, you know, to get your bank details or whatever it is. And then they use uh, a series of subcontractors, I guess, uh, within the, the cyber criminal ecosystem uh, to, to help them do that. And, and things like buying up contact details from, from you know, uh, contact list providers, almost the equivalent, I guess, of, of marketing lists in, mm. in the conventional business. And then they use services like uh, email phishing services, or in this case, uh, number spoofing services because I suppose uh, I'm sure you like all your listeners uh, are not answering your phone to unknown numbers anymore so I yeah. suppose then if, if you can make the number look legitimate e.g. it's your bank or your doctor or your healthcare provider or whatever it is then you're increasing the likelihood of um, a person answering that number and then you know through a combination of, of uh, I guess a sophisticated spiel or uh, you know an ask typically look I'm ringing you from the bank it looks like your account is being compromised here let me help you rectify that and and ultimately what they're looking for the user whether it's a consumer or a business to do is to give them something or do something you know give them the, the your your pin code or some or click on a link or download software or transfer money to a different account move it to a safe account or something mm. like that and that's typically how 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 they they perpetrate particularly sort of financial financial crime and this this site seemed to be used very heavily and very extensively to perpetrate financial crime that seemed to be its focus and it was charging its users anywhere between 150 and 5,000 pounds sterling uh, for access to this service. So, you know, there is an old equivalent ecosystem where there are service providers and affiliates and organizations who provide services to criminals because criminals, you know, the mastermind doesn't necessarily have the tools and services to do all of this on their own. Mm. Uh, so they use these services and they pay for these services uh, in order to make profits, just like, I suppose, legitimate businesses. And I suppose there's a calculation there, Pat, in, in the sense of like, if we ring 100,000 people uh, and, you know, 100 of them answer and fall for it. Well, you know, they, there's a calculation in terms of whether it's worth buying their services and how much they'll, profit they'll make out of it. Correct. I mean, the technology allows them, these these people to to automate an awful lot of their tasks, you know, to kind of demon dial and to, to, to call. I mean, in some cases here, it seemed like these services were calling maybe 20 numbers a minute uh, for, for some of their users. And like your hit rate has to be quite low. Uh, so you, you correct, you may you may call 10,000 and, and you only need probably a relatively small percentage, maybe three, four, five percent to actually perpetrate the scam. And, and it would seem like, you know, that the numbers 
associated with this particular site is, is anywhere between sort of 5,000 and up to 3 million. So, so you can wow. see even just from calling consumers and businesses, the level of return is incredible. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, as you kind of alluded to yourself, probably I have, and probably everybody listening has had the experience of uh, an unknown number, and we've all, you know, uh, learned not to do that. But I, I must say, in, in the last few months, I've got I've calls on what seems to be an from an Irish mobile uh, saying uh, your Amazon account. You always say gazillion, you know, um, uh, and uh, I think they I think they wanted me to, to dial a button and then I get through to speaking to an actual person which i did do once actually and they asked kind of very kind of um i was just out of interest really before anyone thinks i'm a total sucker but it was just to see would they you know would they try to kind of what would they use to try and validate it and they didn't of course they didn't uh they didn't yeah. know my name or anything but they were just trying to get the details but that but why would they profit from getting the details on my amazon account would that be just so they can go on a spending splurge then they, they can. Like an Amazon account, you can obviously perpetrate transactions. You know, there is finance behind it, particularly if you save things like your credit card, uh, you know, into just to facilitate easy payment. There's commercial Amazon accounts, you know, which would have credit lines and all of that sort of stuff as well. So anything that has high quality information and allows you to access money or goods that, you know, can subsequently be uh, relaundered, resold, reused uh, is, is particularly high value. And also networks, you know, anything that uh, allows you to, you know, connect to other users and establish relationships means that they can not only defraud you, but defraud people up and down your kind of network or relationship chain. Mm. You know, in, in business, it would be suppliers. I mean, the, the typical thing in business you see is that if, you know, a company's email uh, system is hacked, typically then these people will spend time reading emails, looking at, you know, oh, well, this company uses these suppliers and does business with these people and then construct, you know, emails from perfectly, well, what appears to be a legitimate account with high value information about, you know, look, I see you guys bought 10,000 euro worth of goods off us last month. By the way, we've just changed our bank account because XYZ Bank is leaving the country or whatever it is. Here's the new bank details. Can you please make sure you, you pay into this account? And by the way, you know, we're ordering more goods. Please ship them to this location. You know, so, so it, it's a jigsaw of information and, and intelligence that allows these people to perpetrate, you know, more sophisticated frauds, typically with higher return. Yeah. And these, I suppose, the, the, the great thing for them is that these people could be located anywhere in the world. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 they can. Uh, and, and, you know, I suppose the, the globalization and digitalization allows that 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 fraud be per perpetrated. But I suppose typically to be more successful, you find certainly the people initiating it may be closer to home. Uh, they might use services more remote as part of their 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 scam, but but I suppose to have kind of cultural re relevance, mm. you know, I mean, if you know yourself, if you get a call, uh, okay, it might be an Irish number, but if you get a call and suddenly it sounds like, you know, particularly foreign uh, call center, I think immediately your 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 uh, suspicions are raised yeah. and, uh, you know, you're less likely to go with that. Whereas if you get a call from something that sounds a bit more local, is culturally a bit more local, again, your your, your defenses are probably a little bit lower in, in that scenario. So, yeah. so you find typically, yes, there may be remote services used, but typically the origins for a lot of these schemes are more local. Now, just going back to something you said at the start of this, Pat, and did I pick this up right? Ten and a half trillion dollars a year, the third biggest economy in the world? Yeah. After America and China, it's bigger than illicit narcotics. And 
you know, I was just describing your researcher earlier. I mean, people obviously think, you know, illicit narcotics is huge, which it is. They see the physical manifestations of it daily in terms of, you know, drug users and drugs being offered to your kids and, and family and stuff like that, and, and even murders on the street. What they don't see as obviously physically, uh, you know, the physical manifestation of this until your account is emptied or, you know, uh, your, your credit card is used. You don't see the physical manifestation of cyber crimes typically till after the event. Um, so there, there is increasing awareness, but I don't think people really understand why this is such a big thing. Um, and, and why, for example, you know, the, the, the cybersecurity sector is struggling to get people and there's three and a half million roles on Phil Worldwide, et cetera, et cetera, because the, the, the cyber crime economy is, is 10 and a half trillion. It's, it's, it's the third last largest economy in the world. If it, if it were a physical economy, uh, that's the level of return that is out there. That's why the cyber criminals are behaving like businesses and as sophisticated as businesses. The research and development that these guys put in would outstrip perhaps some of the key players in the cybersecurity economy in its own right. So it's, it's a, it's a cyber arms race in terms of what the guy, bad guys are trying to do to perpetrate crime and what the good guys are tr trying to do to prevent crime. And at last, there is kind of a, a dawning realization. You know, we saw obviously the HSE attack a couple mm -hmm. of years ago. Uh, you saw, you know, the, the, the what's going on geopolitically in terms of, you know, Russia and Ukraine and, and the West, et cetera, et cetera. So you're starting to see that beyond obviously just the technical solutions of companies like, like Echo and Ward and, and, you know, all the, the various vendors pr producing technology to try and beat this, you actually need a geopolitical response. You need, and, and you see activities that beyond kind of the technical solutions, you see mobilization of, of kind of a coalition against ransomware, this really pernicious thing that attacked the HSE where, you know, data is encrypted and unusable and systems are unusable, kind of a denial of service uh, type attack. And you're seeing that, you know, the governments are now starting to go after the the, the money chains, if you like, in this and the uh, nation states that are allowing these kind of actors to exist um, very ambivalently or, or you know, with, mm. with explicit instruction to operate kind of with impunity from their, their territory. So, so there is technical solutions, there's, there's consumer and business activity that is required, but there's actually geopolitical responses required at a coordinated level as well. Indeed, and they're, Pat, starting, we, they're starting to mobilise. Pat, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was very illuminating, if not terrifying. That was Pat Larkin there from Echo and Ward. One text says, three calls today so far, two Irish numbers and one German number, but the same auto voice. Uh, they're desperate. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.